0: Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of his power and be all his word says you can be. Your
1: attitude towards God's word when he's preached. Your attitude towards God's word when he's sung. That song says I'm taking over. And I saw people, you know, who should be taking over? sat back and just watch. That's not the attitude towards God's word. Your attitude towards God's word must be one of excitement. Jeremiah says, I found it and I ate it and it became the rejoicing of my soul. When you find that word, it should show. Your attitude towards the word when it's sung, your attitude towards the word when it's taught, your attitude towards the word when you are studying it must change. You must have an alert spirit. And that's why I need to steer you up to praying tongues so your spirit can be alive. If your spirit is not alive, you won't get anything. The Bible says the same word was preached to us like it was preached to them. The same word. Someone say the same words. Tell them say, neighbor. The word is not different. It's the same word that was taught. It said the same word was preached to us as it was preached to them. But the word did not profit them because it didn't mix faith in their hearts. It's the same seed that the sower sows. The Bible says he sowed some seed on the wayside, some seed among thorns, some seed you know, among stones, and then some seed among a, in the good soil. The same seeds. What can we do about this noise? The same seed. The same seed. Same, tell me neighbor? neighbor says the same seed. The same seed, the same word but different hearts. And the difference in the results of the seeds is not the difference in the seed, but the difference in the quality of heart where the seed was sown. God is no respecter of persons. God doesn't choose this person and reject the other person. Why we see differences in our lives is because of the differences in the quality of our hearts. And even in the good heart, it said the good heart, some yielded 30-fold, some yielded 60-fold, and some yielded 100-fold. Even in the good heart, there is still difference in the value of understanding. So among even the good heart, the quality, are there is still difference. There is still difference. Your attitude towards God's word must change in SLC. When it is read, it must change. You must receive God's word. You cannot have what you have not received. says, When you pray, believe, that ye have received them and then you would have them. What you have not received, you cannot have. So if the word is preached and you have not received it, then you can have it. You can have the promises. I need to teach you that. If your attitude does not change, if the word of God is preached and you are far away from it and your heart is distant and your mind is absent, you're going to miss out on what God wants to do. And there's nothing that God wants to do that he will not do through his word. Nothing. Bible says in the beginning was the word And the word was with God. And the word was with God. And with him was everything what? Bible scholars, everything was what? And without him was nothing made that was made. Without God's word, nothing will be made. Nothing. God's word is the tool for making anything. So your attitude must change in your personal study. When I'm teaching and you sit back, you know. The last day I was teaching on wisdom for, for the new year. And one of our, you know, elder citizens in church came and she was shocked. She said she sat down beside a lot of young people who were not writing anything. And she said, what? Maybe they have some recording device. Or what? How could you be hearing such wisdom and you sit back there and write nothing? And she came and met my wife after service. I said, I wish someone had told me things years ago. My life would never, 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 been this way my life would have been different I wish somebody told me this I said I said ma sometimes the information you hear are too high for your level you will need it in the future so you hear me say sometimes write it down I know you don't understand now but write it down tomorrow you understand but I wish you are able to take hold of this word and use it now it's very critical Alex, was, Alex walked up to me this morning he said pastor he said I see it working I said what's that I said the things that you taught us he said, I saw how you are growing strategic relationships. Strategy. He said, I, he, he was shocked. I said, I said, that's how it works. There is nothing I'm teaching you that I'm not practicing. So if I teach, if I teach about strategic relationships, strategic networking, I'm doing it. And you see it going. It's small, small. You still see me beside the you now. Just though. You know, you, know, you know what I'm telling you now. It's small, small. It's small, small. Strategic. And I'm wise. I'm very wise. I don't go empty handed it. I touched that one too. I don't go empty handed I never go empty handed Never. Never go empty handed That's another reason. Attract the word. Live to it. Luke look, look chapter 5. Let's take amplified version. Luke chapter 5 verse 1. Luke chapter 5. Verse 1. Amplified version. Do I have amplified? Help me with amplified on screen. Luke chapter 5. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse 11. Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to verse 11 if you're there say I'm there so you need to say that loud enough if you're there say I'm there if you're not there say pastor wait for me okay so there's someone who is not there yet Luke chapter 5 verse 1 amplified Mike do we have amplified I'll start from verse 1 so this is what we're gonna do so I can make sure that you are following me I'm gonna read verse 1 and you're gonna read verse 2 I'm gonna read verse 3 and I'm going to read verse 4. Can we do that together? Are you ready? Can we go? Okay, so let's dig into the word. Verse 1. I'll read from the Amplified. Read whatever translation you have. Don't worry. Now it happened that while Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, Sea of Galilee, with the people crowding all around him and listening to the word of God, that he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake, but the fishermen were gotten out of them and were washing. Okay, I'm already in verse 2. All right. Yeah, thank you. Okay, it, verse three now. Verse, three. verse four, when they had finished speaking, he said to Simon Peter, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch of fish. Verse five. Verse 6, when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were at the point of breaking. Verse 7. And I said, but when Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Verse 9. Okay, verse 10. And so were James and sons, John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon Peter. Jesus said to them, have no fear. From now on, you'll be catching men. Verse 11. Amen. Father, we ask that you bless the reading of your word. Because it to come alive in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. amen. Amen. Let our hearts be steered, let it bring forth fruit in our hearts. our lives never remain the same. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. So, with this story, bring it out. Bring it in now. Bring it in now. All right. So, sorry, I'm going to bring in something now. I wanted you to. Hey, I've been celebrating. My brother and my friend is in that. I was hoping that you'd come earlier. So that we can, we could have had, uh, we could have had to hear you worship, but don't worry, we'll come up after Okay, so um, we read the book of Luke, chapter five, and it's a very popular story. You guys are familiar with it, but I want us to keep our eyes on the amplified version. I wish, I really wish, there was a the way you guys do it for me now. You give me NLT. There's a way you're giving me amplified. So they're bringing it in now, and I want you to understand vividly what I'm about to preach to you. Please keep your eyes on the word. Keep your eyes on the word. If you look around, look around, look around, you may miss out on what God wants to teach you this morning. You may miss out terribly on what God wants to teach you this morning. So I just decided to bring it so that it's more vivid and stronger in your imagination. Peter, and James, and John, all of them were fishermen and were working. The Bible says they toiled all night. All night. Verse 1. Someone should read verse 1 for me. Verse 1, what does it say? Yes. The people crowding, that's King James or what? Amplify, what does NLT, what does King James say? He the mind, yes. As the yes. Yeah. Yes. And so to the sh- people, is that what King James said? Who say which one says the multitude? I think it's New King James. The whole, yes. The, the multitude. So the Bible says the multitude was pressing to hear Jesus' word. The multitudes, please pay attention. And if God has called you into ministry, this this is extremely important for you. The multitudes pressed to hear Jesus. The multitudes not to see miracles. Please follow me. The multitudes were not pressing to see miracles. The multitudes pressed to hear the word. It is a lie of the devil. That multitudes are only pursuing miracles. It is a lie of the devil. That having multitudes walk with you. Or work for you is not holy. It's a lie of the devil. That you can't be a pastor of a church. And have multitudes who are seeking after God's word. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. You can pastor a church, a holy church, and it will be full of men and women. Multitudes, he calls it. The Bible says the multitude were pressing to hear the word. They pressed to hear the word. They were pressing to hear God's word. I believe that SL should be filled of men and women who will press to hear God's word. They pressed to hear God's word. Verse 2. Who's behind the screen? Verse 2. Give me verse 2. King James. And then he saw two ships. The Bible says that the fishermen were gone out of them. I need the person behind the screen. Is 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 it Mike? I need to be very sharp. Two ships. I'm coming back. But the fishermen were gone out of them. And they were washing their nets. And so the fishermen went off. The Bible says they were gone out of their boats. The boats were empty. And they were washing their nets. Now this means a lot of things. How many of you have seen the fishing net before? Yeah, you saw one. Peter, James, John. Poured all night. Walked all night. Night, please follow me closely. The Bible says, and they caught nothing, and they left their boats and were washing their nets. Jesus Christ met the boat empty. The men who were supposed to be in the boats and left their boat. Why? They toyed all night and caught nothing. They were not lazy people. They were not indolent people. They were not people that didn't know the principles of fishing. They knew that the best time to fish was in the night. They were walking all night when their mates were sleeping. And yet they caught nothing. It is possible to walk. Apply the strategies. Apply the principles. Apply all that you read about. And still catch nothing. Catch nothing. My friend, if your bees don't don't call your friend lazy man. The fact that it's working for you does not mean someone else is lazy. Some of you sit down here under the sound of my voice, privileged, privileged people. You went to Queen's College. After Queen's College, you were sent to Harvard. And after Harvard, you went to Yale to have your master's. And then you came back to Nigeria and there was a job in NMPC waiting for you and you opened your mouth called that child who was on the street, whose parents were not even there to take him to school and call him lazy. Call him lazy. Because he has chosen you. Tell him about the neighbor. neighbor. I'm chosen. I'm chosen. I'm chosen. Say a neighbor, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. So Peter, down moment, washing his net. The lowest moment of his life, he has got nothing. This was the lowest please follow me closely this was the lowest moment of his life he had labored he had strived and has nothing to show for it yet jesus comes to him he says can i borrow your sheep can i borrow your sheep can i borrow your sheep peter my sheep my sheep that's not even working for me my sheep this this the sheep i used all night and caught nothing jesus at this lowest ebb of my life you should be thinking of what you should be giving to me not what you want to collect from me i hope you understand can you do something about this noise it's distracting is it this mic is it my waist (laughs) everyone will think you are not sensitive you are not sensitive to this man's feelings this man has got nothing everything he has has got nothing with it and yet you had the effort to come and say give me this thing what you thought didn't work for you is a tool in the hands of God hey you didn't get that every time something does not work in your hands put it in the hands of God every time your voice is not working put it in the hands of God your skills are not working put it in the hands of God your writing skill is not working everything that's not working for you put it in the hands of God Everything that woman, widow of Sarah, has a little flower left and Elijah said, Is it this signal? Is it this signal? Is it this signal? Do I need to remove my jacket? Help me because I need my hands. I'm not done with my description. Thank you. All right, so you should reduce Nabi. Shulit, someone talk to me now, please. Do I need (laughs) to (laughs) naked it myself? Which one again? The tie. (laughs) Where was I? Where was I? widow of Zarephath said all I had was a little flower Elijah said give it to me give it to me there's nothing that God collects from you if not to give you much more nothing God has never owned any man anything never if God says give me what you are holding listen to me if God says give me what you are holding if he ever asks for anything you are holding it's because he wants to give you much more some of you God is asking you for something that you are holding on to it with all your power that is the reason why you have remained on that same level God says give me, give me Is because he wants to give you much much more every time God asks so he comes to Peter and says trust out a little, I want to borrow your boat here's Peter that's all that he has the old boat that he has and this boat is worked with it all night paddled all night all night Peter paddled all night, maybe from 9 p.m. down to 6 a.m., nine hours of labor, nothing to show for it, and that's all that I have. And you still came to ask for it. Peter was at a point where he could have been so touchy, he could have been so bitter, he could have been so offended at God. The last person I want to give my boat is God. Where was God when I told all night? Where was God when I was raped? What was God looking at when my mother died? Where was God? Where? God, when I went through all the pain I went through my child, I would, love, I would never, never, that was the moment. Peter, but Peter says, so why not? It's not useful for me anyway. It's God you can have it. And so he trusted a little into the sea that Jesus would preach. Now this is the first time he's seen Jesus. This is the first time he's seen Jesus. But he saw a multitude. Maybe it's a big boat. So Jesus sits down and talks. Yeah, I like this boat. I went to look for it yesterday. Jesus sits down in the boat because people wanted to hear him preach, and they didn't want him to choke him. So he taught for... Jesus is a teacher. He could teach for five hours. Jesus guys has taught for three days before. You know that? So Jesus was teaching, sit down on the boat and taught and taught. We don't know what Jesus was teaching about. My first and he entered one of the ships, which was Simon's, and taught. He sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Verse 4, quickly. Verse 4. And when he was done speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let nets for a drought. Now King James says to launch out into the deep. When he was done speaking, I don't know whether it was fast, but trust me. I can guarantee that for the time that Jesus was preaching, they were Peter's friends I said, Peter, oh boy, I found i here to go. I'll be waiting, safe This guy just waste i time. Not preaching, we can't hear for this is a business area. It's a business environment. Business alone. I don't have time for this kind of thing. We just say they wait waiting they preach, self. Peter sat there and listened. How did I know Peter was listening? I'll explain a bit. Peter listened throughout all the preaching that Jesus preached. Jesus taught from his boat. Jesus taught the people. And Peter sat there. He could have said, Master, if this one no walk, another one go walk. Now morning with day. May I quickly go take this time, also another walk. Make man no go home empty. I don't already toil all night. and no not catch anything. He could have come up with that. You see, a lot of us have excuses why we can't serve God. When I hear excuse sometimes, I'm wondering. Somebody says excuse, excuse, excuse. I say, Pastor, I can not come to church. I have to be this place. Pastor, I can... people have all kinds of excuses why church must be this, the cow that you must slaughter. Everything can go, but church is the one that you sacrifice. Church, is always church that must suffer. It's always your service to God that must suffer. Somebody has two cows. Two cows. He said, one of these cows is God's cow. Which one is God? He said, no, one of them is God's cow. Then, day a motor hits one, he says, Ah, God's car has died. <laughs> it's always God's car that dies. Always God. God is the one that must go for it. God is the one that must. And you must ask yourself your excuses. What are your excuses? What are your excuses for not serving? What are your excuses for not knowing God? Peter stayed back. He had all the excuses. He was already low. Well, he could have stayed, but he had. And Jesus says, Go. So he begins to paddle. Let down for a drug. Give me verse 5, quickly. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toyed all night and have taken nothing. I sent my CV everywhere and I didn't get anything. I don't know if anybody lives with Peter here at this place this morning. I strive, listen to me, listen to me. I say it again. It's not everyone that didn't have anything to show for last year, didn't work for it. People worked and had nothing to show for it. And so, if God has blessed you, you better keep your mouth shut and praise Him. You don't know what's going on. People did business. They said, right business plan. How many business plans You don't write feasibility studies. How many business, how many studies you don't study? Go well, and learn more. You don't do unlike course. You don't tire. You don't even one day lined up. And yet, there's nothing to show for it. Peter said, we told. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. So here's it. This is how I know Peter has been hearing Jesus. He says, at your word. Peter has never seen Jesus catch fish before. How then did he know that a word from the mouth of Jesus will cause an harvest? You don't understand what I'm saying. How? How did Peter know? I've prayed all night. I did everything. How did Peter know that this young man that's speaking out of my boat at his word, something can happen. In listening throughout the sermon. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. By the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. If I see your faith, I know your hearing level. If I see how strong your faith is. I know how strong your hearing is. People don't hear people are in church and they're not hearing. I know I've seen people react. something happens. I see the instant the first thing that comes out of your mind or your mouth is, a, is, a, is an evidence of what's abundant in your heart. Because if out of the abundance of the heart. It is those seemingly spontaneous statements. We are dead. We are done for. I'm gone. I'm those statements show how little your hearing is. How little your hearing is.
0: In the days of crisis,
1: I will know how strong your faith is, and your faith will tell me your hearing. Listen to me. Listen clearly. I've told you my story before. At the moment, that instant, what do you say? What do you say? what do you say at that instant when you are you, are, you, are, you just hear a bad news ah! what do you say at that time it shows how strong your faith is and that's an evidence of what you have been hearing what you have been hearing a story about Jerry Saville his, his daughter was in the children's church and I don't know what kind of play they were playing in the children's church and two of the fingers the middle fingers were cut off and they rushed to say J- Jerry Jerry, your daughter, as he rushed, by the time he rushed to the children's church, right in the hands of the children's teacher, was two of the daughter's fingers. He said, it was a mistake, it was cut off, cut off at the middle, with two middle fingers. He said, Kenneth Copeland held the hands, bleeding, was, was bleeding, put on some bandage and said, in the name of Jesus, I command the pain to stop. Commanded the pain to stop, the girl stopped crying and said to Jerry, straight, what do you believe? What do you believe? What do you believe? You see, you will believe what you have been hearing. Oh, you didn't get that. You will believe, you will listen to something long enough, you believe it. Listen to a lie long enough, you believe it. There's nothing that you listen to long enough, you will believe it. He said, what do you believe? Jerry said, I believe that God will restore the fingers of my daughter. He said, so will it be in the name of Jesus. The rush the girl to your spirit. They got to the hospital. The doctor said, what? You didn't bring it here. You didn't bring her here in time. These hands are gone. Took the two fingers right in their presence and tossed it to the dustbin. Says, there's nothing you can do. Wrap the bandage and say, go. You guys come back two weeks so we can do the proper stitching and all. So they stitched, they stitched it and they have to go. I don't know what the guys, you guys do, Lloyd. Think you get, they have to remove the stitches and all that. Two weeks. They gave them two weeks. Someone said two, two weeks. Say two weeks. two weeks. They went home for two weeks. Shut down the TV morning afternoon night kept saying the word kept saying the word the Bible says that we will not waste he said my bones are preserved they kept saying the word no TV no blog no insta blog no, no, no nonsense all those dragons that we read nothing they stuffed themselves with so much word for two weeks kept saying the same thing repetition is strength in the spirit there's a reason why you have to say it over and over and over again Say it over Two weeks, my daughter's fingers are restored in the name of Jesus. When I got back to the hospital, two weeks, the doctor I think the doctor was an Indian, doesn't even believe in God, was laughing at them. <laughs> say, you guys, are here. I say, Yes, say, what do you believe? He said, God has restored my, my daughter's fingers. He said, I don't know about that. Let me just do my job. I'm a doctor here. And by the time he removed this bandage, he screamed right under the bandage were two brand new fingers all grown with fingernails two weeks and under the fingers were lines to show where it was caught God left it there as a token Hallelujah what you believe will come out of what you have been hearing that's why I said in the beginning your attitude towards God's word this year must change I believe will increase Hallelujah. I believe for increase. This is my year of increase more and more. That's what I believe. I don't care what the economy is saying. I don't care what the the government is saying. I believe for me and my asshole. The Bible says darkness may cover the earth and God's guidance, but upon me shall his light be seen. I believe me. I believe for increase, and that's what I'm going to see. That's what I'm going to see. I'm only going to see increase in the name of Jesus. I have to to be clear. I have to be clear with it he says at your word he heard the word at the lowest moment of your life can you hear the word at the lowest ebb of your life what you should be doing is not hearing blocks you're having problems with your relationship you're already having problems with your relationship and that's when you're going to open your room you're already down you want to go down now. i'm telling you and you fill your heart with stuff useless rubbish information that kills the small faith that you have. Yanks it off totally. You know what, why is my life like this? At Peter's lowest head, he heard the word. He heard the word. I'm sure, I wasn't there. But I don't think that Peter, Jesus Christ was talking about fishing. I think he was talking about the kingdom of God. I mean, the Bible says he preached about the kingdom of God. That was all the But in preaching about the kingdom of God, Peter saw what can give him fish out of the kingdom of God. He saw it. I'm preaching right now, even though you are all hearing the same thing, you are all hearing differences. tell telling you. So right there, Peter, what he was hearing from the word is that I can have abundance. I can have abundance. Jesus Christ preached. He says the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of the Father, preached about the Father. And that the Father had the abundance of all things. The kingdom is here. The kingdom is here. Peter sat there and heard throughout. One hour, two hours, I don't know, but Peter had time to hear God's word in his low moments. What do you listen to at your low moments? What? When things are not working, what do you listen to? At that time, when nothing is working, what do you give your ear time? What? What do you spend your time meditating upon? Someone has to me with this sound. Really, really help me, please. Pray in just one minute. Pray in one minute. Lebrado skébradi labaka shata. Leke de lebrado chegade lebre gadesh kata. Rabako subre kete legade bash kata haya. Ileke de lebo subre teleke bahata. For every empty boat, I command a refilling, a refilling, a refilling, a refilling. Some of matu skébre leka shada babaha. Everyone was giving up. Everyone was thrown out. I command a refilling, a refilling, a refilling in the name of Jesus. Pray in tongues one minute, one minute. Come on, pray, pray. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. So you washing your nets, already giving up. Washing your nets mean that they were done for the day. Going back into the sea will dirty the net again. Why ready to go back again? Look at amplifiers Someone give me amplified. That's fast. Verse 5 and verse 6. Give me amplify. Verse 5, amplify. Quickly read out loud. Simon replied, Simon replied Master. Master, we walked out all, walk all night. To the point of exhaustion. We are tired. Wait. Wait. No, stand up. We walked all night and we are already tired. Now, they are tired physically, but they could be tired emotionally they could be tired psychologically. Is there anybody here who is already tired? I've been tired before. I've been tired. Terribly tired. I've been tired emotionally. I've been tired mentally. I know what it is to have done everything you know how to do and nothing is working. I know. I know what it is. I know it's that we have been tired of life. You see, we have done everything we know to do. And mind you, these guys are not novices. They are professional fishermen. They know what they were doing. They know what they ought to do. They know how they have to. Yesterday I was asking them, so how do you guys handle this net? They say this net. This net is a throwing net. It's the one that they throw to pick. That's the kind. I wanted to throw it over you guys before, but I don't want to catch you guys. (laughs) But there's another net. There's a net that they set round. They set that net round. And wait patiently for fishes to Trapped into it, but this net is to catch. Is to catch fishes. So they see this net is actually dirty, but these guys have washed their nets thoroughly. That shows that they are done. They are done. Amplify. Continue. And, cut and we caught nothing our in our nets. At, at your word, I will do as you say. I as you say. Yes, I will lower the nets again. So that means I've been there before. Somebody will leave this place this morning with a fresh word from God. You didn't say begin, man. I know you have failed before. Are you ready to lower the nets again? I know you have tried it before and it didn't work. But are you ready to try it again? Now you are trying it with God's word. You are trying it with a backup of God's word. Before you use only your intelligence. You used only your skill. Do you need me for something? You used only your skill. Hmm. But now, you have God's word behind your walk. Would you try it again? Would you walk again? Now, the word will never take the place of walk. But you must never walk without a word. The word will never take the place of walk. Because you have believers who have word but no walk. Jesus Christ did not command the fishes to come into the boat. You have to understand what I'm saying. Jesus did not command. Did Jesus have the power to do that? Can he do that? I mean, he could have done that. But Jesus did not command the fishes to come into the boat. When manna fell from heaven, he did not fall into the mouths of Israelites. He felt within their reach. I hope you will understand what I'm saying. So he said, go back. Go back. The word will never take the place of work. So you are still going to walk. You are going to walk with all your heart. But now you have a word behind your work. That's what I'm saying. You have a prophetic word. And that's why you cannot play with this five days of prayer. I'll be praying starting from tomorrow. Every day we are coming to pray. There's a word coming. There's a word coming. You cannot afford to rush into this year without a word. Unless you are going to toil again and catch nothing. Because it is not in the strength of your power. It's the strength of your power combined with the power of his word. That's what you are looking for. That's what you're looking for. So when you sit behind your laptop, you sit behind your marketing, whatever you're doing, you must have a word behind. The Bible says you oppose the entire world, by the word of his power. You must have a word. I have a word. Psalm 4, verse 15. And the Lord shall increase you more and more. I expect increase. I do expect decrease. Every day must be better. Praise the Lord. When I come up in the morning, I expect increase. I look around for increase. Where's increase? Where's increase? Where's, increase? Where's it? I must see increase. The Bible says the path of a just man shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter to a perfect day. I must be shining brighter. Shining brighter. That's my word. I have a word for the year. So I'm not going to rush into this year without a word. And that's the word for us as a church. But we you know that God's word for the church is one. God's word for you is another one. Eh? Do you know that? Do you know that? That God has a specific word for you. As a member of SLC. And as you spend time praying and spend time for it, he will give you his word for you. That was why, even though there was a multitude, there was a multitude hearing Jesus, only Peter went back to the sea. He says, That's your own word, at thy word. There was a word for Peter among that multitude. And I was to go back to see. So, I haven't washed my nets. Pastor, I'm done. I'm not doing this again. I've washed my nets. He says, Go back. Go back, take that CV back there. Take that marketing principle back there. Go back, go back with your prospect. Go back with your with your plan. Go back, pastor. I to go back with your with your passport. Go back, go back with your passport. So I was rejected. I was denied. Go back, go back again. It says after I walk, I will let down the net. Somebody has to hear that word. Go back again. Go back. Go back. Go back again. I applied for that contract. It will go back. Go back again. Go back. God will give you a word that would follow you down. So it says, Go back now into the deep. Nevertheless, my word. Go back to the deep. Now, there's a lot of lessons around faith and expression, but I don't want to go back because that's not my point. But it says, Go into the deep. There was a neighbor. Go into the deep. Now, you see, because I could have just said, ah, I couldn't believe you before. So it does not look like I didn't want to do anything. Let me just take six steps. Master, we no not cash anything again. He says, go to the Go deeper. If I go deeper, you have been Go deeper than you have been going before. Go. Sir, that's why we're going deeper. That's why we am going by the is going deeper. We are going to women's women's center. It's a deeper place. So are you sure? <laughs> are you here? Go. Go. You may not see rain, you may not see wind, but the valley shall be filled with water. Hmm? That's my word. I don't have to know how it will happen. I don't have to. I don't have calculations. I don't have to calculate God's move. Okay, God will do this. Then he will do that. You are going to miss God. God doesn't work like that. God doesn't work by human observations. God has a plan. And his plan is hidden from you. That's why Joseph had to go to the prison. Joseph was in the prison for years. That was God's plan. You have a plan. You have a plan. You have a plan. And when God busts out, even your own brain will burst. Because you are not ready. You are not ready. It will shock you. That's his plan. You may not see water. You may not see rain. You may not see wind. You may not see the clouds. Pastor, how is it going to happen? That man said to Elisha, Hey, man of God, even if God opens windows in heaven, this can never happen. He said, By this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, this will be sold for this little. The man said, Never. But that's God's word. God's word does not work with the environments does not have to look like it. Are you following me? So you are looking and say, Pastor, he said, This is my year of increase. Believe it. Elijah said to her, Elijah, he says, Go, for I hear the sound of a bond. There was no sound audible to anybody. But Elijah said God's word. what was God's word? God said, Go, I will send rain. Listen to me. Listen to me. Go, I will send rain. That was what God said to him. There was no cloud. He said, I have the sound. What was the sound? He had the sound of God's voice. God's voice is a sound of abundance of rain. As he said it, he will do it. It doesn't have to look like it. You look around you, nothing. 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 You know, I've said before in this church, I'll say it again. That did Bishop David w. will come to SLC. It will, just, it will shock all of us. It will just come. So why did you not say amen with me? Amen but if you don't say amen shall write it down or note it because when it happened I'll say that man said even if God opens windows it can't happen the sea has not changed where did all those fishes come from we're going to read that verse now the sea has not changed same boat same boat same boat that did nothing same boat that I labored in and caught nothing same boat same boat same goal, same skill, same power, same CV, same qualification. That has caught me nothing. Now I'm going back with a word. That's the difference. That's the difference. I don't know how to do anything more than what I've done. It's the same thing I've done. But now I am going back with a word. I'm going back with a word. Give me the next verse. Verse six. And when they are done. They enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. So here's my question: same sea. There is no job in Nigeria. There's no job in Nigeria. You go with the word. Nobody can help you. If you don't know if you don't know anybody, nobody you go with the word. I came with the word. Go with the word. You cannot go with the word from God and come back empty. So the Bible says, they caught. So much more than your fishes in one strike, they threw their nets in one strike, caught so much and put out what was this the way we passed? Where did all these fish come from? Someone say, I'm catching fishes this season. Oh, you're not saying it very well. Your attitude towards the must change, you must rejoice at it. The Bible says their nets began to break, net breaking miracles, net breaking harvest, net breaking, net breaking, you know your, your account can break eh? net breaking, net breaking, net breaking miracles, print of on one minute, net breaking. net breaking, net breaking, net breaking miracles, I receive net, net breaking, in Jesus precious name, next verse, verse 7, and they beckoned on their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them and they came and filled both the ships so that both the ships began to sink so I don't know what I I don't know if you guys have I have very strong power of imagination so I can imagine when I saw this guy says with these boats they didn't have any fish in it so I saw two there are about two or three other guys on. so I can imagine they packed fishes tilapia fish, catfish, all kinds of they pack into this boat. Now, this was the it was from this boat that they took nets. But the fish they caught, they filled both boats with it. And both boats were sinking. Because of multitudes of fish. So when you call in your partners, there will be enough to go around. You'll you, you miss that. There'll be enough to go around. you have a proverb. You're says if you're if your yam is growing, you use your hand to cover it. You know that proverb. I do even know that proverb. They say if your hand, if your yam is growing, you cover it so that no one sees it. I said the yam did not grow very well. There's a way that God does something for you. Call for help. They don't burn you away. They, you will die. There's a level that God will give to you. You will call for help. You will call for people. Help me. Because God is going to pour so much at once that only you cannot undo it. This is the year that your staff will multiply. In the name of Jesus, some of you say, "But Pastor, I don't have any staff." I am saying it again. This is the year that your staff will multiply. Some of you are entrepreneurs, you know, single business owners. You are ketra. you are sewing clothes, you are doing perfume oil. Which other work are we doing here? You are. No, no, you're you're selling ornaments, and it's just a single man business, one man show. Nobody knows what's coming, nobody knows what's going out. Business account and everything has joined together. You know, but it's just because of you. But what God's going to do for you? You'll be forced to raise a structure. Did you say Amen? Because you will not just have to have that harvest. Men and women will have to come in to secure what. God has done for you. But since they call on their partners and they came and filled both the sheep so that they began to sing. Verse 7. Verse 8. When Peter saw it, it fell down at Jesus' feet. So look at this. He says, Master, depart from me. I'm a sinful man. There's a level of goodness that draws men to God. Listen to me. The wicked, Bible says the goodness of God draws men to God. It is not preaching of wickedness. The Peter don't know that he was a he was a sinner. All through that time, Jacob was preaching from his boat, he did not know that he was a sinner. But when he saw, you see that kind of fearful blessings. Ah, don't give me the, amount, the, the kind of blessing that will humble you. You will be, you will know that I don't deserve this. You will know, your shoulder is your shoulder will come down. You will know that ah, 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 this is God from beginning to the end. Peter said, depart. I'm a sinful man I'm a sinful man that's the level of blessing God is bringing into your life I speak prophetically in the name of Jesus the kind of blessing that will humble you is coming towards you in the name of yeah. Jesus heavy 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 level of blessings heavy level he says path. I'm a sinful man or no verse 9 what does verse 9 say quickly we're gonna round this up quickly because of our time yes Verse 9, for he was astonished and all that were with him at the drought. Give me NLT for verse 9. Thank you, Jesus. NLT for verse 9. NLT for verse 9, quickly. It was awestruck. He was all struck. Give me C. What C V? Control English version. All struck. CV says what? Completely surprised. He was completely surprised. Who has amplified? Verse 9. It was what? It was gripped with what? Bewildering. Be See all that bibi grammar. What surprise? That's what I say. God will bust your brain. You thought, you thought you had it all. What God will do for you he will shock you. Now all the years of Peter's fishing, he's never seen this before. He's never seen this before. I know you have been trading forex. Ike. He's never seen this before. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. He's never seen that before. But there's a level of harvest coming towards you to shock you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. For everyone who has anything there, there's an harvest coming. There's an harvest. Your heart has to be ready for it. It says, at your word, at your word, at your word, I would let down at your word, not by my power, not by my skill, but I have a word. Tap say, Neighbor, I have a word. I have a word. Bible says he was surprised because of all the fishes that they are taking. Verse 10, quickly. Thank you, Lord. And so was also James and John. The son, so James and John were the partners in the other boat. They were surprised, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus Christ said unto Simon, fear not, for men's fault. That shall a catchment. So here's what I'm going to be. Jesus knew his plan for Peter. Follow me. Jesus knew that this fish is not it. Hmm? He knew his ultimate plan for Peter. He knew that what he wanted to do in Peter's life. Please follow me close. Can you hear me at the back? Say yes if you can hear me. Say louder. He knew that this was not Peter's destiny. But Jesus was willing to bless even Peter's level, this low level. Because Jesus is not an insensitive Jesus. He knows that he wants to heal the nations, but he wants to heal you first. Jesus knows that you will not be able to concentrate on the nations if your pocket is empty. Jesus knows. I said, "No, no, Peter, you see what I want to do with your life? <laughs> I want to use you to harvest in this type of there. He said, "Can we fill up your, can we fill up your boats? Can we fill up your boats? Can we fill up your boats first? Because you are surrendering to Jesus very, very easy. if your boats are full. <laughs> you see all this early morning waking, up, calculating, calculating. calculating, calculating. You calculate you're already in your calculator. A lonelymo, no, you know? I' What happened? all those is what you need is multitude what you need is a multitude of fishes that overwhelms your calculating skill that you don't even know which one is coming or which one is going that's what you need so Jesus had a plan for Peter and his plan was that he was going to be catching men but he said let me fill up your boats first it's not insensitive some other people say look look this is why we are here Peter you are thinking of yourself when well, we should be thinking about the nations and the revival that God wants to say, no. We are going to revive the nations, but can we revive your account? It will be easier to revive the nations. That's Jesus. That's why we don't have an high priest that is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He knew that all these fishes is not my ultimate plan for you. I know. Mercy, that what I have in stock for you is bigger. But can I give you this one first? I have bigger plans can we go to school first can i at least have a degree first can i get this first god says why not Get it it's a testimony so he says no no fear peter i have something bigger what that means also is that no matter how big what god is doing for you there's still something bigger that's the whole concept of more and more and more and more and more. So, as you keep getting it, you already know that this is not the end. This is not the end. There's still something bigger. No matter how big and matter how great it is, there's still something bigger coming on the way. I know. Women developing you know That's not the biggest. Are there no stadiums in this world? Eh? There are stadiums in this world. I put a picture on my status yesterday. many of you saw it. Don't no, worry, the, there's still something bigger than this sound. It's coming in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Somebody says, you get it from everywhere. If the only spirit is coming out. You hear it from this mic. <laughs> Amen. There's something bigger. Something, there's something bigger. Something bigger. something better. God knows. That this is not my plan for Peter. I know my ultimate plan for Peter. But can I give him healing first? Can you be healed of your sickness first? God is concerned about your current status. He's concerned. God is interested in seeing your life become better. Even where you are right now. Right now. God is very, very interested. So he gives him fishes. He blesses him. So say Lord, I receive the blessing. He blesses him with so much. He blesses him with so much that he is convicted of his sins. That's another level of blessing. A blessing that convicts you of your sins. Verse 11 is the final verse. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all. So here's here's my point. I'm going to give you the four, I think I wrote six keys from this story. I'm going to read out to you, six keys from this story. They forsook how many things? Is somebody touching it? Give me my normal mic. And followed him. Forsook everything. They just caught a multitude of fishes. They are made. They have picked Other men have labored. And now they have entered into an harvest. They could have said, Ah, John, do you know that by the time I sell about 200 of these fishes? We'll be able to handle this, handle that, handle this, handle that. Mm. John said, Ah about tight. He said, "It's tight." Ah. You to when, when, when last did you see this kind of harvest? So this one, that one, that one. Ah. <laughs> we're gonna separate this and we're gonna sell it. And you know, by the time we sell it, we could be able to, you know, to that. And we have never heard this story. You see, the reason why we are hearing this story is that last verse the only reason why this story is recorded in scriptures is that they forsook all and followed him in fact the, this book Luke the Luke that became one of the disciples is Luke the physician he would never have had this story but Peter was with them and so when they were recording they could record this story who never had heard of Peter before in his life never if they were not ready to forso- forsake all and follow him. that's the point after everything Ask some people pay 10% of your percent of your income never, never. God cannot collect 10%. It's too much. It's too much. Some people okay, Collect ten thousand. One thousand out of ten thousand is easy for some people. Not easy for some people. Ten thousand out of hundred thousand is easy for some people. It's not easy for some people. People that give hundred because they earn a million, but I start earning hundred million ah. Then 10 million is too big for God. Say, ah! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, I've, I've confused. Let me calculate again. When you are not confusing, when you are not confused calculating your income, now your income is getting bigger. You are getting confused. When you were earning 10,000, it was easy for you to know. Now God has blessed you. Now you are, you are not really sure which one. Uh, this is really confusing. Is it the net or the gross? Or is it uh, which one? What exactly tides? What? what how do we exactly tides? Because God has blessed you. The only why these guys got into more dimensions and bigger dimensions was because they were ready and they forsake all. It's not easy but they forsake all. But it's sensible. Isn't it, Lloyd? It's sensible. I could forsake. I could forsake all I follow him. The man that commanded all the fishes in the sea who I had, where I had toyed all night to enter my boats, I'd rather have that man with me. I can never lack with him. Never. So what are the keys? My notes. Write down number one. Put God first. Put God first. Always. Peter was at his lowest moment. What's the time? 10 51. Okay. Put God first. Come ahead and help me with I have to run this script over time. Always put God first. In your long moments, put God first. As you prepare for the increase this year, always put God first. Thank you. Put Him first. Let Him take the first position in your life. Not second. First. 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 Number two. Go for the word. Go for the word. Always the word. Next month, I'll be teaching on spiritual hunger. My emphasis will be on word, on prayer, on God's presence. Go for the word. Always go for the word. A lot of of believers are not not open to the word. Go. You know, in Wagbeck, I I, I came back from Wagbeck, my wife and I, they preach the word in the morning. They preach the word in the afternoon. They preach the word in the night six sessions every day two sessions in the morning one hour break two sessions in the afternoon one hour break two sessions in the, in the, in the evening one hour break that's six sessions six sessions for seven days 42 sessions is that it six and seven is what throughout the week what just what 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 of course there were miracles there were healings but the emphasis was the word they were teaching the word teaching the word teaching the word. there's no way you go to that kind of meeting and you don't live without hearing God there's no way you hear why is the word i know a lot of you a lot of you like demonstrations and it's okay i like all the fall under the anointing i like i like all those things it's very good but you cannot grow a life with all those kind of things it has the bible says you must desire the word so this year taugan said neighbor go for the word so peter got strength from the word it got strength from the word. That's why we are coming on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on Friday. Friday is the last day. Come with, come with your heart ready to hear from God. Number three, go back to work. Number three, go back to work. One, put God first. Two, go for the word. Three, go back to work. Go back to work. The word will never take the place of work. The word will never take the place of work. The world will never take the place. Never. Never take the place of work. God will always require you to work. He could have said, okay, stay where you are, Peter. All the fish jump into his boats. No. He said, go back. Because he must bless the works of your hands. Are you following me? When you go for the word from the word, you get direction. You know how to do your business. But you must go back to work. Number four. Am I number four? Build strategic relationships. Build strategic. These are keys to more. Build strategic relationships. I'm emphasizing this thing now. I hope you are listening to me. Because some of you want to get everything by your power. Say, I don't like to get things I don't work for. I want to be sure that I really deserve. You want to work for everything. If you know people, you work for everything. Hmm? If you know people, you work for everything. When we first got to work there, we sat down outside. Because we went there on Monday. As I got got your money. All the access code, access code, for pastors to where pastors sit down. The access code has finished. When my wife got there, so we sat in the overflow. Eh? The we sat in the overflow outside. When I got up to go and buy say hey! pastor Philip, ha! As I say, law school, twenty eighteen, law school. I said, I can't remember. What I say. He said, you don't know, but me I know you. I was in law school. You are a pastor. You are here. I said, I greeted her. I want to sit down. She's an usher. And then I just saw one guy coming. to Excuse me, please. Are you, Pastor Philip? Please come. Follow me, please. So, they say there's no seat inside. There's always seat inside. You have to understand. There's always, there's always seats inside. There's always, you. I hope you will remember this thing. There's always seats inside. There's always, there's always seats inside. There's always, there's always seats inside. There's no, there's, there's no, the we entered. That's a level. That person is a level. So the person took me to where his power finished. He took me to a, one side, like on the front, by the side. Not at the front. That's where his own power. Rich. When I sat there, it was where I sat there. And the "And I said, Pastor, follow me. Follow me. Took me to the front behind Pastor Boj Without access code. Hmm? So there's also seats. There's seats in the front. There's there. There's space in the front. Other people are in overflow. But there's still space in the front. Someone said, I'm entering my space. I'm entering my space. Ah, I'm entering my space. So I ended up, even though I came late, I sat in the front. Why? Relationships strategic relationships and I met from front from front from front But I by the time we got to Pastor Kingsley Pastor uh, kingsley Kingsley concourse Church. When the program was supposed to start by 630. We got there by 620. But by I got there by 620. 620 when we got there by 620 the old church was full. We sat down outside again. Outside again because the old church was full. It was when we sat down outside. That's what came excuse place are you uh, took me to the front. And he gave the protocol and instruction. He said, The moment the service is over, bring this man to pastor's office. So, we finished. They took me straight. As I was going, one some usher one, one wanted to say, It's going to the pastor's office. So, there's space, there's space. Don't forget, there's what? There's space. We entered. As he says, Ah! You have to stay back he said you are my person that's why he says you are my person you have to stay back so i said that until is insisted that i met with apostle sema insisted he said these are the people that are shaking abuja me my small me what did i say hey mickey i said in the name of jesus i said yes we are the ones <laughs> we thank <sang> god <laughs> amen yes yes, yes 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 all these promises are what Yes and amen. Yes. Amen, many, 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 amen. I was saying, yes, I think I've seen your picture. I said, yes, yes. 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 Build strategic. Believe God to bring men into your life. Because when He pours in that harvest, you can't bear it alone. The only way that harvest will not waste is that you have built relationships. Yeah. Last one guard your heart and be detached from what he brings into your life. Don't let your heart cling to the blessings. Don't let your heart cling to it. Whatever God is doing in your life, don't let your heart cling to it. Let your heart be detached. Let your heart follow after God hard. Let your heart follow hard after God so that if he asks you son give me that thing you release it very fast because you know there's more coming there's more coming two weeks ago um after my after my belly gift was given to me you know i was at home and i was enjoying my belly gift someone say enjoy Enjoy. bible says he give us richly all things to enjoy someone say enjoy Enjoy. say they can say enjoy Enjoy. you see that enjoy is not sweet in your mouth you didn't say everywhere i did not see your face you don't look as if you are enjoying anything he gave us rich all things En- God wants you to enjoy God is in the Bible he gave us richly all things he said who daily loaded us with benefits so I sat back and I was watching that TV It says 65 inches ultra high definition television so I sat back and I said wow thank you Jesus if an angel is passing I can him through that TV <laughs> all things to enjoy and my mind went back for my first TV it was a 32 inches 32 inches LED and God was asking me for that TV I struggled with God I said Lord you don't watch TV what do you need my TV for God says, son I want this TV why did God begin to show interest in that TV you know why when I wake up in the morning before I even greet my wife I will go to that TV. I'll say, Wow. If you see that TV, that TV is not passed. You know that it is now? It should be something as small as that one at the back there. Very small. So I will take a window in, spray it, psh, 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 psh. clean it every morning. If somebody comes to visit me, i say, Have you seen this TV? Come on, come let me show you some things. So i tell them to see the back. I will show them the buttons. You no, know, I was obsessed with it. And God saw my heart. One moment said, Son, give me that TV. I said, No, 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 Lord. I in the name of your father. I use loud tongues. Yes. Give me that TV You cannot use loud lungs, tongues to quench the voice of God. So if you are praying louder because God is asking for something. <laughs> so I I refuse. The next week I went to a retreat in Kefi. As I was praying, I saw a vision and I saw my TV hanging in one church and God says that's where I want your TV I left it I said Lord that's what you want I came carried it. very small TV very tiny TV tiny like this, like this I can't. my children can't even watch that TV again my, my children can't watch that kind of TV they will say ah, why is everything so small <laughs> I put it in a pack in a carton enter Okada with it carrying it to where God said I should carry it to. when I got there Told the pastor, said the Lord has spoken to my wife to bring this TV. He said, Yeah, hey, okay, just drop it. You know, it didn't even didn't mean anything to him. he pained me. I, I said to say Malakwa. Shh. He just dropped it. He said, okay, okay, so just drop it there. I said, That's my sacrifice. That's my heart. <laughs> but God saw it. God saw my heart. The next week I told my wife, I said, For struggling with God, we're we'll going to buy on that TV so we went and bought another bigger TV but it was even lower quality than that one as per resolution I think it's a plasma TV but it's a, it's a bigger one, we carried it and took it to that same church again this time we took it anonymous, we didn't let anybody see us we sneaked in when nobody was around in the afternoon when there was no service holding and we laid it on the altar and we blessed it and we put a tag there, I think, I think we were pregnant of Tino, so we said for our unborn daughter, see for a see from our so we put it there so when i sat last two weeks I, my mind just flashed back see this tv is ten times better is every way better there is nothing that god is asking me to give that he doesn't have much much more this week i was to drop a seed god spoke to me I drop a seed it's in dollars it's in dollars drop a seed in dollars so i was to drop that seed i didn't want to drop that seed because I have I have a lot of expenses, <laughs> so I don't want brothers, so not my like God, but God spoke to me. I, I know when God speaks smart. Listen to me, Satan can never tell you to give God money. Satan <laughs> can like never tell you to give God money. <laughs> if you hear a voice, say, give me that thing. <laughs> Just know now. So all those like I don't even know that's the voice of God. I've told you now. Satan can never. <laughs> Satan can never tell you to give God money. Satan has never told anybody to give God anything. So I know it's God. So I took the dollars. It's a lot of dollars. A lot. I mean, thousands and thousands of naira. I dropped the seed on Friday. On Friday. When I got to church this morning, someone walked up to me. He said, Sir, God spoke to me to give you a seed. I said, okay, 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 I was talking. About this. He said, God. He said, God told me to. Be, I said, When did God say? He said, He told me to give it to you on Friday. When he gave me that, it was exactly in dollars. That's the first dollar seed that I received in my life. It's exactly the same amount of dollars I dropped on Friday. He said, God. St- I said, I have to Give it to you. He said, God spoke to me on Friday. This morning. It's still in my breast pocket. I cannot lose with God. Are you following my point? So, detach your mind from what God brings into your life. That is a key to the more. This morning, it was there. I was, I, I wanted to ask him, when did God tell you? I was very, because I, I knew God spoke to me on Friday. He said, God spoke to me on Friday. So I went and withdrew in dollars, exact value, exact quantity of what I gave. And that's just the beginning, because I expect more. Amen? More and more. Detach your mind. This year, you're going to see a lot of blessings. Yes. The final key is to ensure that it is not attached to you. Let it go when God says, When God says, if you walk around, God shows you someone, sew that seed into that person's life. So it. I need to teach you how to sew. I don't teach a lot on sewing in SLC. And I'm going to change this year. I need to do it. Because you must prosper. And I know that sewing is a strong anesthetic. There's something that God has asked for me. It's not because he has much more to give to you. This year, my dad, my, my car, my wife car. <laughs> eh? Don't be like that. No matter what God puts into your life, be deta- the reason why God asked for that my TV was because he saw that my heart, when he asked Abraham for Isaac, it was because he saw that his heart was attached to that guy. So there's nothing that I have now. Deliberately, when I buy initial God, I said this shoe. I don't like it too. <laughs> I'm just wearing it too. That's the only way to ask God not, that God will not ask of it. <laughs> it's not even really fine. Just wearing it. <laughs> but the moment my heart's attached, God says, Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Bible says they forsook everything. So this year, get ready for increase. But you must also put behind your mind. That my heart will not be attached to it. God will give us a lot of things this year. Say amen. Amen. Say again, say amen. Amen. It will bless you abundantly. But please, when it does that, ready to forsake it. That's the only gateway to the mall. When God brings us into big, big places and big big opportunities, opens big things for you. He gives you a big car, a big car, gives you a range. Gives you a band, gives you a big car. You enter and say, Lord, you have given me richly all things. I don't love this car, I enjoy it. You have given me all things. You alone, God, are the object of my love. Only you will I love, only you will I go after. He said, But you have given me this thing to enjoy. So so long as it's in my hands to enjoy, as long as my enjoy is yours, but I'm giving to enjoy it. So when God says, Give it to me, it's very easy. There's nothing in my life right now. Nothing in my life right now that I can't give out. Give out our uh, other car easily. When the Lord asks for it, give it out. Give out the car, sold the car, gave out, give out the entire money. It's about 1.5 million. Give out everything. Sold the car, give out. Didn't remove a dime from the money. Easy. Easy. There's nothing that God has brought. There's nothing that we can give. Are you following my point? So when you do that, that's the last key. It opens you up for more and more. Rise right on your feet. Were you blessed this morning?
0: Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 807 0807- You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook Instagram at slchurchng You can reach us on our Facebook That's Supernatural Life Church